Good evening and welcome to the gruesome twosome movie reviewsome. I'm Jess with my best friend Epps. Hello. And this is our first podcast. Uh, we're two girls from Melbourne that love movies, that talk way too much. So we thought we'd just share our, our views on movies with everyone. People might not agree with what we've got to say. People might agree, but that's the fun of it. So the first movie that we've watched is Unsane. I've seen this before. It was my first time. Um, it was done in, I think, 2017 or 2018. 18. Um, it has Claire Boy. Amy Irving from Carrie, uh, Juno Temple, who was, I just remember her from Maleficent, uh, Josh Leonard, who Ebony has just discovered was in her <laughs> favourite movie, The Blair Witch. Um, and we got Jay Farrar, who is from SNL, who was nice to see as like a serious actor in this. Um, so the movie is uh, focused on this this woman. Her name is Sawyer. She has just moved from her town, from hometown. Um, hometown. Yeah. Um, she was being stalked by a guy in the previous town. Uh, she's just trying to get on with her life. Um, but obviously, obviously there's a. There's the, a the stalker has provided a lot of mental instability. Yeah, there's a lot of triggers. She doesn't, she can't commit to things. Um, Visions. Yeah. Things. So the movie was done on an iPhone and you like pick it up in like the first ten minutes, I reckon. I feel like it went away. Really? Yeah. I, I don't. I don't at all. Until, I disagree with that so much. Until the ending, where I was like, okay, there's the iPhone again. There was that scene. Really? Yeah, there was that scene in like the um, basement at the ending where I was like, okay, now we can see it again. But to me, I just blanked. That's interesting because yeah. I couldn't take my mind off the fact it was an iPhone the whole movie. It was done pretty well, though. Like, movie. not too shabby. See, I disagree again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree cold-heartedly because it was very clear in the darker scenes because it got gritty. Mm. And it just wasn't It just wasn't up to scratch, especially mm. for a 2018 film. Yeah, I see, it, no, see, I see where you're coming from. It just feels like it was almost like early 2000s or something. Yeah. So I feel like I liked the actors in this film, but I feel like the uh the the whole beginning of it was really slow burn. The movie as a whole was very slow burn. I feel like mm. they didn't really know where they were going with it. I feel like some of the dialogue was just kind of thrown in thrown there in. as well. Mm. Um 100%. we've got the opening of the movie which is done in a blue lens. And it's just a forest. And now that I know that it was, you know, the guy from Blair Witch, I'm like, is that, is that an homage to Blair Witch in any way? What do you think? Um, possibly. There wasn't much blue in. The blue's not. The forest, maybe. Mm-hmm. There's definitely a hell of a lot of references in this movie, though. Oh, heaps of so references. So many subtle references. Heaps, heaps. Um, we'll get into like the first part of the movie where she she keeps seeing him around. Mm. Um, she goes to a psych to talk about, you know, what can I do? What you know, maybe support groups. Yeah, and I think she's that's the biggest thing. She just wants support. Support from it, and um, whatever you do, like, make sure you read that fine print, girl. <laughs> you make sure you read that fine print. 
I think that's my one of my biggest gripes with this film. Yeah. Is like you've gone into a government building that, you know, has the opportunity to put you away or, or you know, quote unquote lock you up. Mm. And you've just sat there and just signed your life away without even reading it. Yeah. And like why if, would you? If you say you're gonna you know, you've got thoughts of self harm or anything like that. And then you, you've signed something, especially after you said that. Read the fine print. Uh-huh. Just... Especially considering where you are. It's like, obviously, it's going to be an alarm. That's going to be like, ding, ding, ding. They add to your like... health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. But when she she gets admitted and she's so confused of why, why am I being admitted to this psych ward, um, the nurses, I'm still baffled. How did they get qualified? <laughs> we got one nurse called Nurse Boyles who just is giving me Wentworth vibes. Nurse she's giving Ratchet. Me like, yeah, Nurse Ratchet <laughs> vibes. Um, she's, I, I feel like she's better off in a prison. You know, I feel yeah. like she'd do a better job in a prison. Yeah, um, but sure. I feel like her dialogue was just, I, I, I just feel like she was just told what to do and just like, okay, I'm just going to do what the man wants me to do. Yeah, it's almost like it was very forced. Yeah. The whole film, yeah. I find, as a, like, as a whole, the, the film was very forced. It was yeah. like, okay, I'm going to focus on the fact that I'm going to record this film on an iPhone and mm-hmm. everything else is secondary. Yeah, yeah. It's like I want to be like this revolutionary person, which he's not even the first person to do it. It's no. just a big name to do it. Yeah. So as she gets in, we we start to meet the characters. We've got Juno Temple who plays Violet. Um, I like her. She's in a few movies that I've seen and she's not too bad. Um, I love her accent though in this. I think <laughs> little rat face. <laughs> I think she's great and um, she brings that like crazy to, yeah. the, to, the, um, to the, the psych ward that I, I feel everyone else is kind of very quiet. Yeah, they are. For a psych ward that's meant to be like, fucking with this girl's head yeah they're very plain mm, mm. like not a lot's happening no, no I, I feel like uh, it was like, all on her shoulder i feel like a lot of people there didn't read the fine print, print. As well. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah we've got her and her character's just absolute batshit um we've got jay farrah who's in snl who at the start of the movie, I'm like, "What's he doing here? Like, this he's normal, he's fine." See, like, you know him from SNL. I never watched him, so it's like for me, it was like starting from scratch. Yeah, like I've never seen him in anything. Yeah, no, I, I watched him heaps in SNL, and it was it was nice to see him play uh, like a, a character with like, um, just a, a it was a basic role, but it was a good role for him to play. Um, and then. We've got uh, Amy Irving, who's Sue in Carrie, which is awesome. I think that that's so cool that we put an OG in in a movie that you, you didn't think there was going to be anybody that was huge in, in, you know, horror in this film. Yeah, all, you, you know? didn't expect half the cast. Like I've, I've, never, seen, I've never seen uh, Claire Voy in anything else. She, she looks just so much like uh, Sarah Paulson to me. Like I just, I can't, I can't, you know, put the two apart from each other but I know it's a different person obviously um and then yeah we got Josh Leonard who is in the Blair Witch Project I'm still mind boggled and Ebony is absolutely mind blown (laughs) absolutely mind blown to have watched that film literally monthly since it was like since I was old enough to know what that film yeah to not even recognize him 
I only recognised him by the name. He reminds me of this, of the um, serial killer in The Lovely Bones. Uh, okay, see, I couldn't finish it. I That's a whole other story. <laughs> that's, that for another, that's for another review. That's another. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we won't go down that road. Um, so we've got Amy Irving. She plays uh, Sawyer, who's the main character, Claire Boy. Uh, she plays Sawyer's mum. Um, and I thought it was really... I don't know. I don't know if it's a reference to Carrie or if it's just something, but when she's on the phone to her, she gets out the mum. The cross. The cross. And, like, Carrie, you know, the family. I got that. I got very Margaret White vibes. Yeah, so so did I. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, is it? Is it? Or is it just, like... A coincidence. A coincidence because that cross is used later in the movie, so are we just seeing it now? Yeah, exactly. Um. The cops in this movie are shit. They are the worst cops I've ever seen. They're so cliche. We don't, I, I don't even know the names of them. I just know the one, Steve's partner. <laughs> Steve's partner, partner can go get fucked. He needs a new job. <laughs> I think Steve's partner is just more interested in hookups than he is I actually. Think Steve's partner is interested in Dolores. <laughs> Dolores. <Dolores. laughs> <laughs> like the only, like, bit of reference throughout the entire I know, world. but Dolores is not interested in she Steve's wants- coffee or, or she's just interested in her sweetener. And she just wants the sugar. Yeah, girl, she just wants the sugar. <laughs> she wants the sugar and he's all green. <laughs> I think that's great. Um, but Dolores is fantastic. She's in the movie for like a split second and I'm like, I it's love like this. two scenes and that's <laughs> I know, it. I know. Um, and then we have the weirdest cameo. Like, the strangest cameo. I still don't understand why. Like, like I don't understand who called him and was like, hey, Matt Damon, <laughs> like, we, we're doing a movie and it's on an iPhone and it's extremely they low budget. I reckon they gave him, like, half the budget for this film just for oh, his cameo. He probably funded <laughs> he the been, film. He was probably so like, funny. here's my iPhone, <laughs> take it. <laughs> just make sure I've got a cameo and we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> This is Ben Affleck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're like Ben Affleck's in the background. <laughs> Ben's just like, all right, Matt. Yeah. Take two. Ben has to be somewhere around. Oh, he, I'm he's around. Up, I'll look up the casting crew later. <laughs> he's like a lighting guy. He probably is, yeah. <laughs> he's the one to blame for all the shitty lighting. Oh, that's so film. great. That's so great. <laughs> By the way, we we go off on tangents. Like, if you are going to listen to this podcast, just be <laughs> wary. Yeah, we we do laugh a lot. We we have a good time. Um, but anyway, let's get back to the film. Um, so the stalker in this, what's his name? Da- David Strine? Strine. So he's killed a man called George Shaw and taken his identity okay are we getting into this now because this is my biggest gripe with the yeah. whole fucking film what's up the entire film yeah why show that it's him so early on i thought the whole point of this film was to be is she like is she crazy is she not crazy yeah what's going on they literally spill the beans like yeah. what like half an hour in i thought that when this is like close to the end i will yeah. go back I thought when they found that body in the forest, mm-hmm. I thought that was the mother. So did I. So I was already like, oh, okay, they found her. Mm. And then 
I started getting really, really confused because I was like, why has no one called Sawyer? Why has no one let her know? Like, yeah, you know, that's red flag right yeah. there. But what I'm not comprehending is, so, you know, this guy is obviously, this David man has traveled from, from Boston. Where, Boston, that's yeah. right. Um, and what, so we just go to a park, kill a man. Well, thank God we've killed a man that has a medical degree as well, just like David did. Uh. So we can just let any person into the medical field now. Is it like, I don't, under, I can't comprehend how he just walked in and was like, yodels. I'm, well, I I'm think George. George was already hired, so all I needed was a person. Wouldn't they just be like, don't you look a bit different, George? Yeah, but a lot, a lot of those George? places come from um, um, agencies. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh. they've probably oh. never even seen the guy so what if, from another hospital or something. He could have been stalking that guy. He could have been fucking anyone. Oh, shit. Okay, well, that yeah, that opens up like a whole different thing. A whole other world. <laughs> a whole different thing. Um, for me, I just don't understand why, like, the whole film for me, before going into this, mm-hmm. I was under the impression that it was meant to be, like, you're not going to know if she's really, like, if he's really there or not till closer to the end, mm-hmm. where they made it really fucking obvious that he is real, he's a stalker and he's in the hospital. After the first time they showed who he was. Also, like, this, I, I just, I'm not understanding also how, she, like, you know, wouldn't all this be on record? Like, all of her stalking incidents, like, everything, like, police records, da 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 da. You'd be able to dig something up on her. Wouldn't you think that when she, she got to make a phone call at the mm. beginning and mm. she called, she called the cops. She called the cops. That's right. Wouldn't you think you'd call the Boston police you know station and say hi this is unless who I am. she never did that though because the mum didn't know anything until she came to pick her up and she couldn't go so maybe she never reported it well maybe the only person that she reported it to was was matt damon i think matt damon was like an investigator or or um someone that that works in stalkers and and how to stop them or Mm. he was very much like security like get this change get this change do this do that your doors need this your windows need this is that what he was yeah but it it never really said what he was so so and 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 that's no 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 like i swear like like if, if if anyone's out there and wants to correct us, please do. Please do because we miss do. a lot as well. But like I have no idea like who he was. I thought maybe he was the lawyer from the mum. I thought maybe he was the, you know, when she's in the car on the phone and he's and he hangs up on her. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. maybe that was been. him. Could have been. But if, if that was me, I'd, I'd get a new bloody lawyer. Like stuff <laughs> that, stuff that. This movie makes me just terrified. If anyone does stalk me or, or, or anyone I know how scary it is to get out of that situation. Absolutely fucking terrifying. Um, so the middle of the movie, the middle of the movie is all right. It does pick up a bit. Uh, I enjoyed um, just watching her, you know, just go a bit more crazy when she does see David there, mm-hmm. you know, um, then it just starts to get like, is he real? Is she seeing this? 
Uh, is it her medication that she's on? What are they giving her? Is... The problem is, though, is that we know the answers to this as the audience, and that's what I didn't like. Like, they made it really obvious mm-hmm. that she wasn't delusional. Mm-hmm. To her, she wasn't sure if she was delusional or not. But yeah. as an audience, we knew straight away. Yeah. Like, it was really, really obvious that he was there and he's fucking with her, and that's what I didn't like about the film. Mm. It's like we should have been guessing as much as she was. Yeah. Do you think there was certain things that they could have done, like, dialogue-wise to make it better? 100%. They could have changed a lot. Not just dialogue, but um, the plot itself. Mm -hmm. Like, it could have been, like, like, you know, in other movies where they'll turn around and they'll think that someone's behind them or not, but they're not really there. Yeah. Like, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, it's cliche, but it adds to the what if or Mm -hmm. are they really there. Yeah. Where this one is just like, here he is. Yeah, here he <laughs> He's is. He's there. It's really obvious it's him. <laughs> so Amy Irving, who plays Sawyer's mum, she comes down and she's like, I'm going to bust my daughter out of here. My daughter's not meant to be in here. Um, goes and stays in a, a hotel near the psych ward so the next day she can bring down all the cops and all the lawyers and get her daughter mm. out. But what a coincidence that the maintenance team at the hotel were like, oh, we're coming in. But it wasn't the maintenance team. It was David. <laughs> David is everywhere. David is quick. David David's is got like it's triple of him. There's like three of him around. The oh, place. I know. He knows where you are. <laughs> he he had her mail. That's right. That's how Sawyer was like, oh, my God, he's been. He knows where yeah. my mum lives. That was which the is point. That's so scary. So freaky. Um, But like. I would not let anyone into my room. Actually, no, it, it did have something to do with the air conditioner. So I'd be like, come fix it. Come fix it straight <laughs> away. All good. I would have died in this film. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, especially if it was in Australia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. fucked. Yeah. Please come in. It's like 40 <laughs> degrees. It's like I'm melting. <laughs> <laughs> so she dies. Um, and that's about halfway through the film. Yeah, about that. Yeah. So we, we don't find out till it, the very, very, very end that, you know, she's... Speaking of, are we going there? Because why the fuck does she open the bag in the trunk? Like, I'm sorry. I've been drugged. I'm <laughs> in a fucking trunk, right? I'm laying there. I wake up. First of all, she's really blasé about the whole thing. She's not even freaking out. She's like, no. I'm in a trunk. It's like <laughs> she's so used to being in I know. <laughs> <laughs> and she rolls over and she's like, oh, look, there's a bag. Let's open it. Smell. Oh, Ooh, yuck. It just... No. She opens the bag and then she's like, oh, my God, no. She doesn't even look in the bag yet. No. And she's already coughing from the smell. And then she goes, you know what, let's have a look anyway. And she's like, oh, my God, it's my mom. Mom. <laughs> Takes off the necklace. Oh, that's right, because that's how. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I keep remembering more things I didn't like about this film. <laughs> <laughs> because she takes the necklace off and it's like. It's like you didn't even try to keep her locked in there. It's not. It's not a it's bad. Not like down it's anything. not a bad film, but there could have been things that were changed to make it better. See, I disagree. It's a bad film. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I ain't rushing to see this again. I ain't buying it. Like I've just. No I, I bought it for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, you bought it, so it's okay. <laughs> you can keep it. I got it. Um not one to add to my collection that's for sure (laughs) i just feel like if i had like one downfall with it i just feel like on on second viewing Mm -hmm. i I felt like the first viewing was was really really good really really good 
I don't know, and I, I watched this like, you know, two years ago. Mm. Um, but I don't know if I just felt like that because I hadn't seen a good stalker movie for a while. We have um, missed a few good stalkers. We've missed a we've lot missed. Of, of the stalker films, but I just feel like I hadn't seen a good stalker movie in a while. The acting wasn't wasn't, you know, bad, but you know, having having Amy Irving in it was just, you know, it lifted everything and gave me joy seeing someone from one of my favorite movies from back in the day carry that's the thing if you took her out of it if you took her out of it i probably wouldn't have enjoyed it that exactly and a movie shouldn't have to rely on it's not even the character character. it was her yeah it's an actress i just feel like the main actress oh she was just a boring bitch Uh uh-huh she really i was was. so disappointed because i really like her in the crown but in this she was just like I don't know. I... She had one face, you know? Let's <laughs> do it. Yes. Oh, my God. It was just like, can you? And, like, even talking to other people, even prior her going into the facility, yeah, no. she was a bitch. She was horrible. She was horrible. Regardless of what happened to you in Boston. Yeah. Get over it. She was rude to, what, the Jill that was her co-worker? Oh. And then she's rude to her mum on the phone. Justice, like... Can we just say justice for Jill? <laughs> Hashtag starting, for Jill. starting a support team for, for Jill, all Jills out getting there. fired in yeah. a cafe. Jill was just trying to do the best job that she could. She could. And, and here's, here's Sawyer with all of her downness and all of her bitterness. And I got stalked in Boston. Get over it. Honestly. Literally that though. It's like we're kind of like getting towards the end of the film or the end of the film. Um... The whole cafe scene, it's like mm, mm. she's now all of a sudden got the promotion. She's higher than Jill. Let's take her out for lunch and fire her in a cafe. Like, like how unprofessional. We get very, like, nitty-gritty about the uh-huh. little details. And what I was just like, uh-huh, was like, <laughs> you can tell at the beginning of the film, Sawyer's really not a big fan of Jill. She doesn't mm-hmm. listen to her. Uh, Jill, Jill's trying to make conversation yep. and Sawyer just shuts her down. Like, Jill's not even a, a big character in this at all. She's in, like, two scenes yeah. for, like, 20 seconds. But then we get to the very, very end and they're having lunch and Sawyer fires her and he's just so rude about it. Why are you getting lunch with someone you don't like? Why are you the one that has to tell her? Why in a cafe? Yeah. I'm So unprofessional. And it's like... You're just having a go at her and you're about to get up and go fucking nuts. That's the thing. She's thinks... literally just like, well, actually, I'm about to fire you. And yeah. then two seconds later, yeah. fucks off to, to this guy who's not even David. Yeah. Like, I'm starting to feel a bit sorry for David now. <laughs> Maybe David was right. <laughs> David was right all along. Yeah. So David pretty much, you know, um, it, it gets to the end of the film. We we obviously know who he is. There he's real. Um, he drugs her he dr- mm. and he takes her to the basement. Okay, so we're going back before the car. Just before the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the basement because yeah. it's a solitary. Yeah. So he drugs Sawyer, takes her to the basement. Um, Which i got to say, I'm glad they finally utilised the basement because throughout the whole fucking film mm. they're just like, you don't want to go to the basement. And the basement. You don't want to go to the basement. The basement <laughs> seems actually quite nice. The rooms were padded. You just need a blanket and a pillow. Like <laughs> It just reminded me of the room from Daria. Yeah. It's just like, this is just your average bedroom. 
I was watching it with my partner and he goes, oh, my God, I would just do, like, you know, gymnastics in there. Fuck you So they're rolling around. Yeah, because you've got your own bed. The whole floor <laughs> space is a bed. It's awesome. So to me, the basement really did was fine. It was a lot yeah. better than upstairs with those it just crazy looks like people. your gym storage room. With, like, <laughs> like your school gym. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just Pull out the trampoline from out the back. Yeah. <laughs> those little trampolines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he, David pretty much says to Sawyer, um, I have told people that I've already signed you out. Yeah. So they have no idea that you're here. Yeah, he's like, oh, your insurance is, like I've told them your insurance is up, your insurance can't pay for it anymore so they don't care. You're fucking gone. Mm. Um, um, so that I liked that concept. I was like, oh, shit, no one actually knows she's here anymore. But this is what I'm not also understanding. When you leave these facilities, you have to sign out. You have to write down, okay, I, I've done my stay, da 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 There is more paperwork afterwards, right? It's not just go in and, and out whenever you please. You have to let them know that you're, you're out. You're on video camera. You're and and, and, and that's the thing. You where's the, where's the cameras? The only camera he said he disabled was the one in that solitary in the, room. Exactly right. There's no way he's disabled the entire No. Facility. So it just goes to show that the people working in this facility don't give, give two shit. shits at all. <laughs> and, like, it's kind of like real life in a way, which yeah. is terrifying. Um, but It shows the system is fucked. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucked. And clearly it's no different between Australia and America. Cause no. It's just the same here. Exactly. I know. It's, 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 it is sad, though. It is it's really sad. sad. It shouldn't it's be like sad. that. Um, but he says to her, oh, you know, I want to be with you and, and I know you better than anybody else. And it goes into how like they met and how they know each other. And, um, which I thought was a, a weird storyline. I thought uh, she was talking to her dad in the hospital who had dementia. I actually thought he was like her mentor. And then I realized it was his son. And I thought exactly the same thing. I thought that he was mentoring her through yeah. what to do with dementia patients. And then I went, oh, okay, he's a doctor. So Especially the way that he's like, they show the scene of him watching over her when she's talking to the dad. Mm. And he's standing there like as if he's, I get that's the whole point of being a stalker and that you have those off feelings. Mm. But he didn't even come across like that to me. He was just like standing watching her like as if, a teacher or a mentor or something. Yeah. Didn't come across stalkerish. No. Creepy. It didn't come across as he was his son. No. And then it shows them at the funeral, who I thought was her dad's funeral. Why would she be at the funeral? And that's why I'm going, okay, is she there for support? But at the same time, you don't just go to random people's funerals. My support worker's not going to come to my fucking funeral. No. That's not how no. And if she's going to be supporting anybody at the funeral, she would have been supporting David, which I just think is a weird weird thing to put together. I can't even see them being friends. And she, yeah, but you see her standing there and then he goes to grab her hand, which as a, as a support worker or working in the hospice system, mm. I would have had his hand anyway if I'm there to support him at his dad's funeral. Yeah. She's standing there ice fucking cold. She's yeah. just like, no. No. I'm here because I have to be. Yeah. And then he goes to hold her hand and she's just like looking at him all weird. And I'm like, this is before she even had the weird freaky vibes. This is before the stalking even it's happened. It's just like, what? Yeah, it's, <laughs> see, that confused me. But then we got to the end where she was in the room in the in the basement with him and she's saying, you know, I had to talk to your dad for you. You couldn't even say any any words to him. What, what? is going on now? Like, I'm really, really confused in, in that whole thing. Really just like, hang on, I thought that it was, 
you know, her dad and now I'm finding out it was his dad and where's her dad? I know her dad, something her dad happened. passed away when yeah. she was younger. Yeah. Yeah. And I also thought in the scene that we were seeing that she was 15. She was like, he passed away when I was 15. And I was like, hang on, is this her at 15? Or no, she's she... like, because when she's talking to, um, I can't think of the guy's name, the guy from SNL, but she's sitting there talking to him and she talks about how they met and, and how she wanted to work in a hospice and that. Mm, mm. Then it goes into that flashback. So I kind of already put two and two together that that was her working. Yeah. I just didn't understand why, like, I don't know. It's almost like he had no regard for David whatsoever. Yeah. Like, this is his dad. Mm. This is his dad dying. And her her grand plan at the end, like, she fucking winged it. We had at the very beginning, we had Violet, who's the fucking crazy patient played by Juno Temple. Um, she said, oh, if you fall asleep, I'm going to cut all your hair off. And she had, like, this metal knife looking. I wanted to see her cut the hair off. Yes, I did. I wanted to see the hair cut off. I'm what? like, give me like orange is the new black. Piper Chapman Piper vibes. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Something. Yeah. But she gave me nothing. No, she gave me nothing. <laughs> Fizzled. But she had that shiv at the beginning um, and we get to that, that padded cell room with David and, and Sawyer and she goes, well, if you love me, you will have sex with somebody else uh, and then we'll. you can choose if you still want to be with me and then we can move on together. I thought that was so bullshit. Which it's like, okay. <sighs> he spent two years stalking this bitch. Yeah. It's taken two seconds for her to turn him around and be like, you know what, you're a virgin, you should go try it out first. And yeah. And come to me like, no, 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 no. No. no, no that wouldn't work. As you a stalker, wouldn't... you would no. just be like, I don't care. I don't want someone else. That's it. I'm I want you to be my first. Yeah. I want you to be this experience. Why yeah. the fuck would he then go to some crazy chick? I know. And I know it's like maybe he's doing it because it's what she wants or something, but, like, are you that dumb? Are you that mm-hmm. dumb as a person to, to actually fall for that? Because you seem pretty – you know, Chloe. pretty cluey when it comes to it. You've you've come from Boston. You've killed a man. You've taken his identity. Well, you've killed the man. You've killed um, two people in the psych ward. Yeah. You've killed the mum. Yeah. You know to disable the security cameras. You knew how to dress up as maintenance. Are you telling me now? Yeah. All of a sudden, you're going to believe this bitch. Yeah. Like, you no. know what she's doing. They you know. they had a huge fight before this scene as well. Yeah. And he runs away like a little boy. Um, Which I, I get to a point that he's meant to have that sort of weird mentality of like he doesn't know any different or mm. whatever else, but he has shown throughout this whole film how smart he is. Oh yeah, like it's just out of character. Yeah. So the woman that um, she chooses is Violet, and you kind of say, okay, I know where this is going to kind of go. Uh, Violet is brought down to the basement by um, David. Mm. And on the chance that she has the shiv, what if she didn't have the shiv? Do you know what I mean? The shiv kill, not kills, you don't but see it ever again. That's no, the shiv kill, not kills. Sorry, um, injures yeah. David, so Sawyer can can escape the room. Um, Only for her to sit down, turn around, and look through the window for like five minutes. Yeah, five minutes. Like five minutes standing there going, I wonder what David's going to do with this crazy but, bitch. But that's like fucking run, bitch. That's another thing. You have that, the opportunity, fucking I run. I know. That's another thing. Like, you know, you've 
you've got the ship now from her. You've done the worst attempt of, of hurting a person that I've ever seen. She didn't even do the double tap. She was just like, here we go. Oh, a little catch, scratch. Oh, I'm going to get out now. Mm. And she gets out the door, stares there for like fucking forever and lets Violet just get her head twisted off practically. Like, you are not a very caring person if you were just going to let her just stay in there. She doesn't give a shit. No. She's horrible. She's all for herself. She's all for herself. There's not one point do you sit there and feel sorry for her as a character, and I think that's another big flaw of the film. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing relatable, and there's no connection to the main character. You don't give a shit if No, I feel like they were like, we're going to have a strong female lead, but she just came off as, as very, very... Um, they, yeah, very, very all about herself. Very, very much they like, made it like no one else is here like but me. Exactly. And mm. they made it out like she was meant to be a final girl sort of thing with yeah. her surviving. Yeah. And it's like you don't give a shit. I feel like they also cast her as well because I feel like Sarah Paulson also is in so many horror things as well. And she always plays kind of like the victim character Oh, my as God, well. doesn't she just? I feel like that was also being like, okay, she's got similar acting skills, da 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 We could da, do da. a whole episode on how much I hate Sarah Paulson. We could. <laughs> we could. I cannot stand her. Ebs is, Ebs is not a fan <laughs> at all. Like, I could do like three episodes of why I like her in each role that she's playing. Yeah, and that's a lot of roles. Like we've, we've given her, we've given her a lot of chances. A lot. Um. Like, I, I'm not huge on her. I just pretty much know her from American Horror Story. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just not, not huge into Sarah Paulson no, at all. But I'm huge into her relationship with Holland Taylor. <laughs> Super random. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the, the Shiv. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just I kind of felt like that was just stupid a girl died for no reason rest in peace Violet. but her character as a whole was such a throw-in character anyway violet's character yeah yeah she literally had the only her her only purpose was to literally just be that bitch at the end yeah yeah exactly she was like just she gave nothing else that whole film no no i, I feel like, yeah, even as a crazy character like she wasn't even that bad she, she, she had a seem, moment she seemed crazy just to throw people off i really don't yeah. feel like she was that crazy i no. just feel like she i just feel like she had a tough upbringing you know she just had to sticks. be like the one character there that was there not for insurance and quota purposes yeah <laughs> like she's the only actual crazy person there. yeah um we've got a scene there that these two guys are cleaning out uh george's who is david he's locker so, and they, they find um, a little book that's got little notes in there. About I'm still really and... confused about this scene. I'm confused about this scene too. Was what? he fired? Was, have they, did they find he the evidence on? could have been fired though because no. he back. To get Violet, he's standing there giving, handing out the bed. And they have the cameras it's also just... in that scene as well. Which just does not I don't make know. sense. It threw me off because they're like, oh, we should give this to, was it level two or whatever? Yeah the book and the book's supposed to have all the notes and everything that's going on in the facility and then they do nothing about it. I think from first viewing it just it went really quick and I didn't question anything because I was like oh you know yeah that was that was tight knit da 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 um but when you watch it for a second time and you break you listen down. to everything and you break it down and there's like you know um this is happening at this time and this is happening at this time but that kind of doesn't match up with this time and mm-hmm. and whatnot and you start piecing it together it's it's a 
bit more everywhere than it is it is and um like I'm happy I watched it again I really am because I was recommending this movie to so many people you recommended it to me (laughs) yeah I recommended it and and Ebs can't stand it and now that I've watched it last night I'm like oh okay like I actually got a little bit bored last night from watching it I struggled to get through it today and I was like hang on this was not as exciting Mm-hmm. as i remember it was it's still i wouldn't say it's a terrible film oh there's it's, definitely a lot worse out there there's so Don't much worse wrong. out there i think the biggest problem with me and this is what i a gripe i have with a lot of films is the hype yeah it's the the hype is so good for being on an iphone yeah the story is so good this is that and this and that and i'm like is it though is it yeah like, I, is this yeah. like a, a fuzzy fuzzy like goggle type situation yeah. like what is going on here if if there's people out there that aren't really into horror or thrillers or anything like that and they like just a stable film, they would like this film. Yeah, that's They'd just love it. this there's film. nothing really, like, there's nothing horrific about it. But we, we've just seen so many movies that are, you know. So many oh movies. Oh, my God, so many movies that are <laughs> same premise. Um, like, you know, you, you've got, like, Fatal Attraction that's mm. just absolutely amazing or Play Misty for me or something, you know, even, like, the old stuff, the – but like this, I see. I see that it's kind of paying homage to all of these kind uh-huh. of stalker films in a way, and and especially Misery. Misery was like really, really. You could see that There's they used a lot, a lot of lot from Misery, heaps yeah. from it, especially towards the end. We um we had a scene where she fell down and she's hurt her leg and. She's in the forest and she's holding onto a tree so she doesn't keep falling down the the slope. But she's making so much noise and I'm like, girl, you know, he's right there. He's going to get you, which he does. Um, But he has a hammer and he does the whole leg hobbling, Mm -hmm. you know, saying now straight away I'm like, misery. She she got Kathy Bates. Um, And then um, the the very, very ending, it does the whole six months later and where – looking at Sawyer and and poor Jill in a cafe eating and I've Justice gone, for Jill. Justice for Jill. Um and straight away I was like, oh my God, this is like when you know Paul Sheldon he's he's out and he's he's written his book and he's sold it to everyone. He's sitting there with the publicist and and he keeps thinking he sees Annie Wilkes. Mm. And that's exactly what this yeah. ending has. She keeps yeah. thinking she sees him. And she's so convinced that she gets a knife and is like, yeah, and she's like, hey, walk straight behind this guy and he's about to stab him and he turns around and it's obviously not him. She's obviously still a bit, you know, traumatised from the events. Yeah. And then she just drops the knife and legs it and leaves Jill with the bill. Jill's by Jill with the bill. bill. Justice for Jill with the bill. That's another thing. We didn't even think about that. Poor Jill. (laughs) Far out. Justice for Jill. And, and mind you, Jill just got fired as well. So where's bitch. this income coming from now? <laughs> where's it coming you're from? You're fired and you're paying the bill. That's it. That's it. But like, and then it just ends. And then it's just like, that's it. pause, credits. Oh my God. The very final scene of the credits come up and it's just her looking, like turning around. I'm yeah. Like, this is weird. Yeah. And it's just that piano music that like sounds similar to something else you've so seen. So cliche. It's very cliche. But the ending kind of got me where I was like, okay, now she's just walking up to people with knives. 
Like now, put this bitch into a fuck. Oh, now you can. Now you can put her in a sock. Yeah, closet. legally, it's fine now. She's walking around with knives, man, and that's a worry because she's going to be like this her whole entire, entire life. life. <laughs> so maybe the psych ward wasn't a bad idea mm-hmm. at all. Um, what would you rate this as an overall? Yeah, I'd probably go. Three out of ten. Ooh, three, three out, of, out 10. of ten. Because there's so many the plot holes, the acting felt forced, the story. Like, there's so much about this that could have been better, and that's what's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Is the potential is there? Yeah, but they just execution was just so low, yeah. so so low. Yeah, they're, yeah, they. Um, I definitely agree. There could have been things that were a lot more sharper. Mm-hmm. They had they had so much like good storyline to go off. Yeah. Um but I feel like they just kind of lost that spark. Uh, I yeah. feel like it, it did start the first 20 minutes were a bit of a slow burn and then yeah. I had a good 15 minutes of oh Ooh. this is really really quite exciting yeah, and it fun. Yeah, built up a bit, yeah. Um and then it goes uh again. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the ending and so disappointing. You got ten minutes of ooh, and then it's then flat. It's a roller coaster, but not a good one. It's one of those no. roller coasters you just want to get off as soon as you fucking get on. Yeah. See, if this is more for the teens, this movie, I yeah, feel like I, if you're like you know thirteen late, to fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, I find late teens would probably go further. Yeah, if like they're having like their first horror movie night or something like this. Oh yeah, maybe like an intro before it gets too severe. Yeah. Like, you know, start off with this and then end with Fatal Attraction or or something that will actually scare the shit out of you with stalkers. Mm. Um, But if I I had to rate this, I don't want to be too mean on it. I can see, like, what they were trying to do with it. I'd probably give it a seven. Seven? Yeah, I'd probably wow. give it a seven. Wow, I thought you'd be, like, the five-ish, not seven. I was thinking five-ish, but I was like, I have seen some pretty – fucking trash movies see i thought that too but i'm just such a bitch that i don't care just give the three it has no chill (laughs) when it comes to the ratings at all so let's wrap that one up that was insane this is our first one um so quick intermission and then we go into the second film we are about to do our second one. We won't tell you what it is. We'll come back. We'll, we'll come back and announce it. Snacky but snack break. Have a we'll little snacky back. snack. <laughs> have a bit of a drinky drink. And we will see you guys soon. And we're back. Hope you had your snacks. Hope you liked our song as well. <laughs> <laughs> so our second movie is one we've wanted to do for such so a long. long time. And we've finally done it. We've been wanting to do this for oh, years. Three, over three <laughs> years now. And we've been meaning to do it. I even bought it for Ebbs for her birthday. Um, I've had it sitting on my shelf just collecting dust um but finally we broke it out last night we ripped the plastic off it and we did it we are doing brighter frankenstein Frankenstein. 
So Bride of Chucky is one of my favourite movies ever, which is hugely based on Bride of Frankenstein, hence why I wanted to watch it for such a long time. But I knew that when I watched it, I wanted to actually pay attention to it. And by paying attention, I got really, really drunk last night and watched it. So I just had to just had to watch half of it again so we can it's fresh. It's fresh and it's good. Um, so let's get into it. So we have the magnificent Boris Karloff in this. Uh, we have Elsa Lanchester in this as well, who is the iconic Katie Nana from Mary Poppins. We only see her in the movie for like a second in Mary Poppins. We only see her in this movie for a second. I thought she was going to be in this movie for the whole thing. Yeah. She's at the beginning uh, and she's Gorgeous. gorgeous oh my god what a <laughs> she's just oh and even her accent is just wonderful oh my god. lord byron so oh, good. i pricked myself lord byron, byron. <laughs> uh we have colin clive as henry frankenstein obviously the same guy from the first one as yeah. well wonderful uh we have valerie hobson as elizabeth his love interest um, and we also have by far the best character <laughs> in this movie. We have Una O'Connor playing Minnie, Minnie. who is just Miran- oh my God. Miranda Richardson, Red Queen vibes, Black yes. Anna also Queen vibes, yes. but she's not a queen. Oh she's God. a maid. And I thought for like half the movie that she was the queen of the town or, or something along something. the lines of that. But then I see her like, you know. She's just like a little maid. Yeah, she's like waking people up in the middle of the night, answering the door in the middle of the night. She has the voice of like a a chihuahua truck driver. <laughs> yes. She's nuts. She is so much fun. Um, but just even starting this movie, I was oh like, okay, it's gonna be it's gonna be serious, it's gonna be, you know, dark. Completely different vibe. It was hilarious. hilarious. I died. <laughs> So, Lord Byron, we don't even see him in any of the other scenes. No. But that man loves to roll his eyes. Oh, doesn't he? I will give you that. Lord Byron has a great time. Um, And then we find out that um, the Bride of Frankenstein, her name is Mary Shelley. And I'm sitting here going, hang on, Mary Shelley, that rings a bell. (laughs) This is her, obviously, before she got transformed into the Bride of Mm. Frankenstein. Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein, the novel. So I was like, oh, my God, that is so cute. Like, she's <laughs> the Bride of Frankenstein is literally you, the Bride of Frankenstein, Frankenstein in a way. So I thought that was really, really, really cool. Um, the first movie I watched such a long time ago and I bawled my eyes out. Same. It was so, so sad. And obviously everyone knows the scene that I'm talking about and I thought, okay, we're going to watch this movie. The scene's not going to show up. It was one of the first things that we saw was the little girl getting pushed little, into the water. Oh my God. And I was like, Maria, no, we're going back there. Her parents are still absolutely distraught. Yeah. And, and you know, um, they can't get over what's happened to their poor daughter uh, from this monster. Um, so we we open up the movie and, and Frankenstein is running rampant through this town mm-hmm. and they... They catch him, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they catch yeah. him. Um, a little bit further down the track. Down the track. But he slips into a cave and <laughs> also down that cave goes Hans, who is the father of Maria. That doesn't end very well. Yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> he, he gets drowned very quickly and then 
uh, Mrs. Hands tries <laughs> to save her husband from down the little yeah. the little cave and goes, give me your hand. And, and Frankenstein ends up coming out and killing her as well. Yeah. Now, he's just very misunderstood. He just needs a friend. He's a sad soul. He just needs a friend. But when they catch him, there's that one guy, I can't find him in the cast, but he's like, it's all right, ta- town people, go to bed. And I died. I was crying. <laughs> right right at the top, yeah. And yeah, we've got Minnie going off and I, I oh had to god. pause it. I had to pause it and I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be lost one of the, shit. Yeah, this is going to be one of the funniest things that I'm, I'm so going campy. to be watching. It's so, so campy. campy. So me and Ebony in a nutshell. 100%. Like sometimes with those movies, this was done in 1935, so sometimes with those movies it is a bit hit and miss. Oh, absolutely. Um, sometimes the dialogue is extremely long. Uh, but this one, the dialogue was funny. The dialogue mm. was short. It, it it got straight to the point, point. with it too. Yeah. Um, then we show Henry Frankenstein, who has just been brought from the castle. Yes. I'm pretty sure this follows straight after Frankenstein. I think so, yeah. Um, and he's injured and he's hurt. And they think he's dead. dead. And they tell his wife, who he's meant to be getting married to tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Sorry, love. He's never he's never gonna have another breath. That's all you're never gonna be able to talk to him. And then out of nowhere, like he's like, my love. <laughs> you can't just pronounce people dead like that. No. Did no one check his pulse? <laughs> no one got <gave> shit. <laughs> yeah, they were dead. just like, you know what? They're so away. used to the black plague that yeah. they're like he dead. <laughs> just put him away so he doesn't make another monster. Um so then we have the character of Dr. Pretorius. <laughs> For the whole time I thought it was Fratorius. Fratorius. Who is ten times more creepy and mad than Henry Frankenstein? It's is. like every single creepy film character since then is based off him. Like a hundred percent. There's I so much feel like he is also an aspect of like the tall man in yeah. Phantasm. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially when he they show the first um scene of him, he's he's got the hat. He's mm-hmm. very tall, the way the camera pans it as well. Yeah. Um, but he just welcomes himself in. He's just like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. Let me in. Just walk straight in like it was his own house. house. The poor wife, poor, poor Lizzie, <laughs> she's going, no, my husband needs some rest. We're leaving tomorrow. We're getting away from this town. We're getting away from everything. Mm. But Pretorius does not he give, doesn't give two shit. shits. He's like, no. <laughs> I'm here on business. I've got a proposition mm. for young Henry. Um, and then we go to Paul Frankenstein or the the monster. We go to him. He's in his chains. He's been caught by all it's the village so people. It's sad. Um, but Good the, old Mimi's looking through the window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Minnie's like the nosiest person of the town. Um, but you better chain him up. <laughs> if, if, if they want to do this, like go get some better chains. I know, right? Like, <laughs> those bad they boys did not just, try. No, those bad boys. And he just even broke. said as he walks out, he goes, "That'll do." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's enough. Like, like he, we don't want to spend time on this. <laughs> I've had more secureness in a roller coaster, like the shonkiest roller coasters. <laughs> but he's just like, "Yep, yeah, no, nah, I'm out. I'm gonna." And I thought that was so funny. Like they've locked him up, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, go home, he's locked up, everyone's safe. And then he breaks out and everyone's still in the street. Like they haven't even gone home yet. I know. Like, this is the worst <laughs> arrest I've ever seen in my whole entire so life. This is so bad. This is so bad. So um, 
yeah just seeing him just seeing him escape straight after <laughs> was so funny um but then he's he's out and about again um we he, he goes into the forest he's with all the lambs i thought he was gonna eat, eat a lamb <laughs> um but he's eating like sticks and weird like things random the trees shit. uh he's drinking the dirty water which was disgusting comes across a like shepherd's lady would you call her yeah um, shepherd, yeah, and just yeets her off the mountain <laughs> <Yeet>. <laughs> uh and then we go into the woods again and there's a family that are trying to escape mm. um all of them are freaking out we need to get out of this town one lady's freaking out that we've got no pepper and salt now. What do we do? <laughs> That's all that, that matters. That would be me. That would be you. That would be me. That would 100% be you. Like, I don't give a shit there's a monster. Like, girl, where's the pepper and salt? Where is where's the season? soy sauce and the vinegar? <laughs> where's we the need... waterhouse steak? <laughs> we need to season the damn meat. <laughs> that would be me. And then the monster comes in, tries to take their little chicken that they've got cooking the husband of the family doesn't really defend the family too well. He doesn't give a fuck. No, he like puts in one good. He he gets a log on fire and like and the fire one. doesn't even no, touch him. No, and um, so yeah, he he scares them away, and then we get to the most heartfelt part in the movie. The monster can hear music coming from somewhere, and he loves oh. music, and I. I I think that resonates with all of us uh, in, in a way. That is just showing he just wants that connection. He does want that connection. He wants a human connection. That's it. And this man is playing a violin in a cottage he's and he's blind, blind um, and he lets the monster in but doesn't know he's a monster. Oh. So it does that whole, like, don't judge a person. And I, I just think that's so it sweet. It pulls on the heartstrings. It really does that scene. Yeah, and, like, we think... We, you know, he finally has a friend now. Um, can the movie just end here? <laughs> yeah, right. Like, can we just turn it off just now? Leave and, there. And we don't care it. that the bride's not shown. Like, just just cut it there. Yeah, just cut it there. Like, have a happy ending for once for for this monster. Um, but he he puts him to bed and he he gives him a blanket so and then he lets him sleep and then the next day he gets up and he's like, "Yo, check this out. This is whiskey, bro." have a swig so the monster's like oh wine sorry (laughs) the monster's like oh wine good good good." drink good drinks it here have a cigar here have a cigar have a smoke it just turns into like boys poker night the soup on the stove frankenstein's monster's like yo here's the fiddle man play the fiddle so they get Play up, they're tunes, playing some mate. music, it's all, it's all good. And then, and then, not nah, town people come in. Town people come in. And he still fucking supports him. He's just like, no, it's my friend. Yeah. He's like, but this is the guy that killed everyone. He goes, I don't care. So what do the townspeople do? They burn, burn down, down the blind man's hut. And you know what? <laughs> the violin would have burned down too. <laughs> That fiddle is long fucking that gone. gone. That fiddle is gone. I literally gone. was like, oh, my God, what a beautiful part in this movie. This is gorgeous. And that was just they so. They don't even check that he's still there. They're just no. like, fuck it, let's burn his house down. No, no. Like, where is he now? I know. And you never see him again. He just, like, gets whisked away by these two random dudes. I know. <laughs> I just picture they've just like yeeted him on the side of the road and fucked off. He's probably been yeeted with the, He's in the, well. the goat's lady as well. <laughs> yeet, uh, yeet. So, yeah, we go back to the sadness. 
Um, and I also get from those two, like, you know, when Edward Scissorhands, when the professor's like teaching him things. Yeah. I feel like that was, I was getting oh, that vibe yeah. of like he's teaching him words and teaching him how to speak and, and what's good and bad and all of that. And then, <laughs> and then in Edward Scissorhands, spoiler alert, <laughs> the professor dies. <laughs> Just like, you know, Just the like- blind man. <laughs> So yeah, I was getting a lot of those vibes. But now we uh, we have a burnt down house. Monsters back on out on the loose. He's still on the loose. But there's a difference now. The monster is now a functioning, functioning alcoholic. alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> he loves his drink. <laughs> he loves to have a drink. Um, we've we've got also still in this story who you just totally forget about Elizabeth. She's just randomly there. She's hey, not even needed. No, she's she's not. And I feel like Doctor. Pretorius has just taken her husband away. I know. And he's just, like, you know what? Fuck, fuck it. <laughs> I've, I've got stuff to do. I've got business Mate, to do. This is more important. This okay? is so much more important. You can, you can get married any day. That's like. it. Elizabeth <laughs> just wants to live her best life and, and Pretorius just drags Henry back in. Um, there was a few scenes in there where if anyone has seen the movie Haggard with Bam Margera, I, I haven't even oh seen it. Oh my! It's it's a terrible film. It's 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 <laughs> totally, new it's or totally, old. Band oh, it's Majera. old. It's so old. Okay. CKY. But the character of Rab um, just reminds me so much of of Frankenstein. Oh like, really? The, the things that he says and like his arm movements as well. <gasps> I was like, oh my god! I feel like I feel like that was based off that. <laughs> um, anyway, so we've got uh, Carl in this who. I was like really confused. Igor and... Yeah, in the first one there was there was Fritz and That's then we've right. got Carl. I was like, Carl. <laughs> and I was like, is that the same character? So in all of the Frankenstein like novels and movies, you're either gonna get Fritz, Carl, Igor, Igor as well. Um, they are literally the same character. They're just the henchmen yeah. type thing. Um so we haven't seen Minnie for a while. Minnie no. comes back. <laughs> Minnie comes back. Uh, in Minnie's mind, I feel like she thinks she's the main character. She she is. It she is in her own world. I feel like, and she it's definitely does. Minnie's world. It's definitely Minnie's. It's world. not even the actresses. It's Minnie's world. No, like <laughs> we have Lizzie that's just been taken away by by the monster, and Minnie literally stands at the door and just screams <laughs> and runs away, and then makes a huge scene downstairs but wastes so much time screaming mm-hmm. and saying what's going on. By the time they go up to the bedroom, poor Lizzie's gone. She gone. She gone. She gone. She gone. We don't know where she gone, but she gone. She gone. Um, but to me, if anybody needs to be locked away, it's Pretorius. Oh, 100%. Um, well, he condemns murder as well. Like He doesn't he, give a shit. He, he's all about himself he needs a new heart he tells carl go get a fresh heart from the accident hospital just we've got two different hospitals now we've got the hospital we've got the normal hospital and we have the accident Accident hospital hospital. (laughs) and he's like no ain't got time for that i'm just kill some some broad in in an alleyway easiest thing to do kills a broad there's the accident hospital (laughs) dr pretorius is just like don't tell anybody it's all good we've got a heart it's all from the downloads (laughs) (laughs) and then the monster rocks up and he's like oh god getting in my way (laughs) what do we do how do we get rid of you how do we you know wine just give him wine passes out for a bit he's happy 
we've all been at that stage in our life. <laughs> I think we were bogus at that point on the weekends. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then straight after that, Dr. Pretorius is like, Henry, here's a phone, but he doesn't say phone. He's like, electrical machine. Electrical machine. <laughs> call, like, your wife will call. She's going to tell you what's going on. Da, 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 da. She's going to say she's safe. Henry picks up the phone and he's like, Elizabeth, Elizabeth. can you hear me, Elizabeth? <laughs> like, dude, get out of this lab. Like, go find your wife. If I was your wife, I would have left your ass a very long time ago. Like, how dare you? How dare you want to play with dead yeah. bodies and not play with me? That's rude. <laughs> that is rude. That is very rude. <laughs> so Lizzie calls up and she's like, Henry, I'm locked away. I don't know where I am. But then they, like, yank the phone away from her. They hang up. And Henry's like, you know what? All good, man. All good. I've, it's I've fine. I've heard it. I'll fine. come pick you up afterwards. No problem. <laughs> At least you're alive. That's Henry, all that matters. Henry just needs to grow some balls, man. Henry definitely needs to grow some balls. And yeah. that's for everyone. Yeah. He's just a yes man. Yeah, he's just put too much trust into Dr. Pistorius at Why this point. Why too much trust? It's like a father figure at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, um, they're getting ready to bring back Mary Shelley, um, which is so cool because the first part of the movie mm. with um, with Mary Shelley, who, you know, Elsa Lancaster, um, that was set, you know, years and years and years before Frankenstein even came to life. So she's been dead for for quite a while. Then Frankenstein has, you know, been made and then we've had all this time and they've dug up this body, which is just funny because it's Mary Shelley. I thought she was retelling the story. No, no. So she... At the start, she, they're like, who would have thought that this story of Frankenstein would come from her? And then they're like, oh, is there more? And she goes, of course there's more. And then they start talking. I thought she's retelling her No, book. so she's written it like years ago. And then the funny thing is it's happened. Oh. It actually happened. See, I saw it as she's retelling and that we're watching her retelling it. No, because then she's dead. Yeah, but she's talking about the – so she's telling the story for a second book you the guys we're watching that telling oh that could make that's, sense that's how i saw it oh i'll have to look that up because it makes sense in both ways yeah i'll just have to look that up oh that's interesting that's a cool that's way how to... i took it yeah oh because they see. talk about who would have thought that the story would have come from her and she goes oh. of course there's more and then it goes into the that's movie. cool. No, that would be cool because then it would be like she's got the same face yeah you know? yeah yeah oh yeah, i yeah, see yeah, what yeah. you're talking about yeah that's actually really really cool that's cool. Well, we, we get ready to bring back the bride yes. and it's pretty much the same setup as, as we bring back Frankenstein as well. Um, thank God we had a storm that night. What else did we do? <laughs> and they had no radars back then. No, nah, they, nah, they had nothing. It gives a completely different meaning to let's go fly a kite also from, from Mary Poppins. <laughs> the wind's in the east. <laughs> I know, I know. That's great. Um, but, yep, so the, the thunder's going, lightning's going, right, they yep. let go of the kites um in just you know traditional frankenstein form um thank god work safe didn't come that day it would have been (laughs) shut them down boys (laughs) um but then we have the reveal of the bride of frankenstein and we've we've learned that storms are wonders for hair growth and style (laughs) 
that hair was not all under those wraps. I'm nah, sorry. No, nah, that no. hair. She was like, hi, I'm um, dressed in Valentino. <laughs> <Pino. Rossi." laughs> she looks good. But I, I just wrote down, like, what are you wearing? It's like, this is a linen sheet made by Anko from Kmart. <laughs> Uh, but she's so beautiful. She's so gorgeous in this movie. Absolutely stunning. Those close-ups of her face after she's revealed. Oh, so pretty. Oh, my God. I would have loved to bitch. see more of her, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, such a bitch. <laughs> well, that's just it. You go into the film that is called Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Which I get the whole thing is, like, them creating her. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that would have been, like, the first half. Yeah. And then the second half yeah. would be, like, the connection between the two monsters. Yeah. But it's literally like a second she's gone. Yeah. It's it's Film very, 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 very quick. Um, but I oh there's like that part of me that just wanted them to be together. Oh my god, I know. And she's like, no, like I'm not feeling this. Like she's an independent monster, she don't need no man, you know. But like it was so sad. I seriously just wanted to cry. It is really sad. It is. I don't feel like Frankenstein. Or any of the Frankenstein movies are, are, are horrors. I feel like they're they're eerie because they have you know those those dark scenes. Like mm-hmm. that cave scene was disgusting. Yeah, like that creeped me out. Gave me just like Ugh. and like the angles when he walks into a room and they've got the camera going from up under him. Yeah, they like, do like dark with the shadows. They do such a good job with the makeup. Ooh, absolutely, makeup yeah. and lighting in these films. Like anything that's black and white when it comes to lighting. Yeah. They knew their shit. They knew yeah. what they were doing. And there's a difference also. Like, they just don't make – they don't make movies like this anymore. No. Like, even the I mean, dial- we just watched Unsane for Christ. Oh, yeah. On mobile. Yeah. Like, the dialogue that was these, gritty. Yeah, that was gritty as well. The dialogue in, in the old movies, I don't know. There's just something so beautiful about it. It's just I classic. love it. It's classic for a reason. Even the music in it is just great. Absolutely. Extremely, like, iconic. Like, watching – Bride of Chucky and then seeing this. I have mm. watched Bride of Chucky probably close to a thousand times. Yeah. And then watching this and hearing everything again, I was like, oh, like that nostalgic vibe. But seeing it, I thought that that last bit with the Bride of Frankenstein, I thought that was like midway. Midway. Yeah. I thought that was the middle of the film. And then, like, you know, it happens. There's like probably six shots that we really see of her. In the end bit, if that, and that's literally it. It's just mind-blowing. Yeah, and then, you know, Frankenstein is like, Henry, get out, you're a good guy. He lets him go off with Elizabeth so they can get married, which I thought was really sweet. Um, And then he's like, yep, Pistorius, you're going down with us. Yeah. And then, you know, pulls the lever and kills all three of them. And it's like, Oh, it's just it's just really heartbreaking because, like, he knows he's not meant for this world and he knows that they've just brought something else into this yep. world that she's not meant to be here either and yeah. they're just going to get, you know, tormented by mm-hmm. the whole town and now it's not just him. He knows that pain already. He yeah. doesn't want to spread that to someone else. So what gets me is, like, he has feelings. He has all of those human instincts, instincts. that we have. Yep. But just because he looks different and acts different – it gives me Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, 100%. Vibes. And, like, that movie in itself, that's, like, another you – know, that's for Phantom another day. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera. All that sort of all stuff. All of that. And I feel like uh, those movies, those horror movies back in the day, were very, very based off, you know, the elephant man. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, something that's uh, normal but looks different mm-hmm. that everyone was scared of. And it's it's always, you know, oh, the town people are scared. The villages. There was a lot and... more of a um... – 
is the word. There's a lot more of a meaning behind the movies mm. back then compared to now. Yeah. Even just, not even just horror movies where it's like jump scares and that, like mm. any movie, mm. like the meaning and the storylines are just so much more meaningful. They are. They are. And they hit so different. They do. So different. And this this movie was a very quick movie. Like yeah. I thought that this was going to go for probably an hour and a half, mm-hmm. um, maybe even just like 10 minutes more than that. Yeah. And I had a look at the running time last night before I watched it <coughs> and it was so quick. So quick. An hour and 15 including credits. Including credits. Like that was nuts. That was really, really weird. But it, it was it was a fun film. It was mm-hmm. it was quick. It it I it, it packed didn't a drag on. in a short time. It did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though we knew what was coming, we were still so interested in seeing it as well. It just shows the impact of character development back then versus yeah. now. Yeah. This made now, she wouldn't should be a oh, side piece. This, she's, this she's made be on now, the back burner. No one would give a shit. This made now would not have anything like the same. No thing impact. That I just watched. No, no way. No, no way. This this gave me like glamour. Yeah. Comedy horror. It was so much of everything. everything. Action. It gave me like everything in one film, and it was just a very quick film. But there was not one point that I sat there and was bored. No. Or was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go fix myself a drink and come back. You didn't want to leave. No, I paused it if I left the room. Yeah. Like, and, and, and even then you'd be like rushing because you yeah. want to come back. Yeah. And I was so excited to see Boris Karloff's performance as well. Oh, and like, I know legendary. it's not a crazy thing that he's doing, but still like I was thinking to myself last night after I watched it, like who else could, could do such a good job like that? The uh, actors these days versus the actors back then. Yeah. It's, it's a totally, totally different, different ball game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, what would, um, we're, we're going to do this one, one quicker. We're going to have so much more podcasts coming up. It's going to be crazy, especially in this year of Christmas. It's going to be nuts. Yeah, we've got a few coming up now, actually. So we're going to keep doing these double features and I think each episode will be the two. Mm-hmm. We're going to have, um, um, um Japanese Christmas specials, a few Japanese specials. Yeah. If you're into B horror. Oh yeah. Just the weirdest stuff ever. Some of them won't even be horror. Some will just be just some odd films. Odd films. Like we understand that these two are pretty mainstream, but this was just to get us up and running a bit. That's and it. Then exactly. Get us put our toes in the water. This. Yeah, this is our <laughs> first time doing this. We have the same hobbies. We we enjoy the same movies. You don't also have a lot of, of chicks that, that want to sit down and talk about these movies and we spend hours and hours. We <laughs> yeah, we spend hours and hours talking about movies and we always All go, day, oh, every day. we should we should record this or we should, you know, just put it out there. A lot of people won't have the same opinions that we have and that that's totally that's fine. fine. We encourage, you know, you guys to uh, comment or write to yeah. us or, or, or whatever we end yeah. up doing. Or fix up something we've said yes, or, you know. Correct us, do whatever. Sometimes we do chat while we are watching a movie so we do miss those yeah. things. Um, but, yeah, but that's the that's the joy of movies, like having a different opinion, talking Absolutely. about it. That's what gets the conversation Not arguing. Yeah. We, want to de- we don't want to debate. We don't want to, you know, we just want a good, yeah. chill conversation, two friends that's chilling it. out. Chilling in a hot Chillin'. tub. <laughs> <laughs> we might have a hot tub episode. We'll let you know. But um, we we just want to talk about movies. We just want to get a conversation going, especially with the last two years we've had have just been 
absolutely the pits. Shit show. It's been horrible. <laughs> We've had so much time to watch new movies. Um, but, yeah, we'll we'll also watch things if you don't want to watch them, like real gritty. Yeah, some disgusting. really strange, disturbing. Yeah, we're going to. Whacked out, horror, non-horror, the lot. We will cover us all. All. Have TV, probably here. music here and there. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll have <laughs> lists. Um, throughout lockdown, we made lists of, like, the, the scariest music videos we've yes, seen. Yes, and so many lists. So many lists. So we'll have to do podcasts of lists as well. Um, but to wrap this up, Ebony, what would you rate Bride of Frankenstein? I'll probably go what you did for the last one. I'd do seven. Mm-hmm. You do seven. a seven? Yeah. Ooh, she's Only feeling cause... generous today. <laughs> Only because the bride isn't in it very often. I yeah. would have liked to have seen her more. Yeah, oh, so would have I. But Minnie made that fucking movie. Minnie made, <laughs> we, we, need, we need mini T-shirts. We, <laughs> we, we need the mer- mini merch. We need mini merch. We need mini merch. We've got to get some of that mini merch. <laughs> Uh, we got to get justice for Jill. Jill. Uh, Jill was left with the bill. Um, but, but yeah, we, we've had a really good time doing this today and uh, we're excited to do more of these. So, so Your final score? Oh, my final score would be probably, ooh, I'd probably give this one a nine just because I've been so excited oh, to love see it. this one. And it didn't disappoint me and no. I, I really did like it. That's just, fair. It, it touched that, like, nostalgicness from Bride of Chucky yeah. and yeah just was nice. was I felt like my 10 year old self just then I was like oh it was really really sweet um but yep keep keep up with this and um next few weeks will be a few Christmas episodes mm-hmm. and a few Christmas horrors so a few b-grade Christmas yeah, horrors yeah. so everyone please stay tuned and we'll see you see soon, you soon.